You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. All right, once again, you have found the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor, and what? A month we're having already. Gird your loins, people. Gird your loins. Now, if you're wondering where I got that from, some of you may already know this story, but it comes from none other than our president-elect, Joe Biden. That's right. Uh, This is from uh, Slate.com. Uh, written in October 21st of 2008. At a Seattle fundraiser on Sunday, Democrat vice presidential nominee Joe Biden warned supporters that if elected, Barack Obama will be tested by an international crisis early on in his first term. He also advised the crowd to gird your loins since the task ahead for the next president will be like cleaning the onion stables, man. What's the best way to follow Biden's advice? Well, gird your loins, ladies and gentlemen. Gird your loins because we are in for a ride. So let's go ahead and recap a little bit before we get into all of the stories of the day. And there are a lot of stories today. I can't cover them all. Uh, I mean, we're going to cover some of them, but I can't cover them all. We're going to just do, I'll do a monologue. We'll talk about what's happening and talk about what the expectations are going to be. Well, first of all, uh, I've never seen anything like this in my life, and I, I don't think you have either. I don't think anybody has. So you got the president of the United States who's being censored right now. Twitter has, you already know this, everybody, this is already out. I'm a, I'm a day late, dollar short on this one, but Twitter has suspended Trump's campaign. By the way, I got suspended on Twitter over the weekend too because uh, what did I do? Oh, I called out Jake Tapper for being a whiny little baby bitch, which he is. He is a whiny little baby bitch. So, I mean, I wasn't saying anything that wasn't from the truth, but look at what the, the, the lengths that they're going to. I mean, immediately, by the way, when I sent out that tweet, Twitter put me on a 12-hour suspension. So that means uh, Twitter has Jake Tapper on some kind of list. And anybody messes with Karen Tapper, well, you're in trouble. You're going to get suspended if you mess with Karen. So, um, so. Trump has been suspended permanently uh, from Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. Uh, I, even, I mean, there was a joke running around that Pornhub suspended him. All these entities have suspended, suspended the president of the United States of America. Now, the Pornhub joke is really, really funny if you think about it. Uh, Hunter Biden has a Pornhub account, not a Pornhub account where he's watching, by the way. It's a Pornhub account where he actually posted him self on it. So that's where we are as a nation. The the big tech giants are doing everything and anything they can to suppress voices. I'm sure this voice eventually will be suppressed as well, too. I've been warning you guys that the only way that we can fight back against the big tech is through their own methods by uh, messing with their own algorithm, meaning that if you're listening to any conservative voice out there, or I guess you could now say any voice that doesn't toe the line with the left, that if you're not liking, sharing, following, giving them five-star rating, or subscribing to their, their voice, it, it's going to get lost. Big tech is out to crush the other side, the voices. So I want to get into that as well today. But So you got big tech on, on the hunt to suppress people. Twitter, I've lost, I think now, it's well over 4,000 followers. So it's either 35 to 40% of my follower base on Twitter is gone, just gone. And 
they're trying to say that Twitter only suspended 70,000 accounts, and they're trying to say that Twitter suspended these accounts because of the Q conspiracy. They were all tied to Q. They were all part of Q, and it's all because of Q that they're doing this. Well, no, no, that would be a lie. Uh, it, Twitter has probably lost uh, about 30% of their user base. Now think about that. What ha you got, you know, Twitter had, I think it was around 330 million people. So roughly around the population of the United States. Now they're worldwide. That's 333, 330 million people worldwide. To put that in perspective, Facebook has like 1.7 billion users, I believe is a number I saw. I could be wrong about that. And Google's the second largest, like a little over a billion users on it. But these are left-wing big tech companies. Make no mistake about that. So Twitter, in their infinite wisdom, thought it would be a good idea to suspend the president of the United States. He is the sitting president of the United States. Donald Trump, as I record this, is still your president, like it or not, left. That's still the way it is. Now, uh, of course, the left wants to impeach him, but you know, we'll get to that too, maybe. So anyway, Twitter has decided in their infinite wisdom that they're going to just go arbitrarily ban, 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 suspend. And then some people went ahead and just deleted their account because they're, they're outraged at this. And maybe it should be. I don't fault anybody for doing that. So imagine you run a business. Imagine you are a business owner and you're chugging along. Now, Twitter is not, uh, Twitter's been successful, but financially they've not been greatly, hugely successful. I mean, their stock, you know, I think their market value is a little over $40 billion. Jack Dorsey, who owns Twitter, and Square, by the way, is a billionaire. He's worth about $5 billion, I think is the number I saw. So, so yeah, they've been successful, but profitability, not so much. So, imagine you're running this business, and you decide it's a good idea to purge 30% of your clients, your user base. Well, where do you think those 30% are going to go? Well, those 30% are going to go to other platforms. Well, wait a minute. Can't have that. So now what are you going to do? Now you're going to pressure all your big leftist friends to suppress those voices. I speak none other than of Parler, if you haven't heard. Parler, uh, which is an alternative. And I, not you know, I, I, a lot of respect for Parler and what they're doing over there. The CEO, Dan Bongino, who's part owner of the power. A lot of respect. Much, much respect. But I don't like their platform. I don't like their usability. It's not that great. I did have, and I don't know if I still do, have a Parler account. It is the PBL podcast. But they went after Parler because Parler had a surge. I mean, a surge. But, you know, they were the fastest growing. They were number one in uh, downloading of their app. So first thing, big tech, get rid of the app. So Google, uh, at, which is Android App Store, and Apple said, Parler's gone. Now, why did they do that? Well, this is what they want you to think. This is what, and even people on the right are saying this too. They're saying that Parler was used uh, as, the, as a communication tool to incite the violence that happened January 6th. So they're, they're saying Parler because of users on Parler communicated with each other to conspire this tragic event, which I'm going to talk about too. God, I don't know if I'm going to get all the things I want to talk about, uh, that they had to be silenced. So Apple and uh, Android pulled them off the App Store. 
Okay. Well, Parler's still a website, but Parler's biggest mistake, by the way, was being an app. Because they weren't a website and they were an app, it made it much more difficult. But they could still survive. You could still go. If you, and if you had the app on your phone, if you didn't do an update, because immediately right after Apple did an update to get rid of all that crap, meaning Parler, you could still go and visit them. But no, that wasn't good enough as well. Now, Amazon, which uh, Amazon Web Services, AWS, which where Parler was hosting themselves, said, oh, we're, we're severing our contract with you. So Parler's gone. So you, again, you running a business and you just purchased 30% of your user base. Where do they go? Well, they're going to go to the alternative. They're going to go somewhere. And you can't have that, so you got to shut down Parler. So was there conspiracy to shut down Parler? I don't know. Parler is suing Amazon. I guess if there is conspiracy, they'll find out. But uh, Parler is gone for now. When they come back, guess what? It's a whole new ballgame. you got to start from scratch. So if you had a Parler account, you're just going to have to sign up again. Everything you had there, as far as your number of followers, are all gone. Now, uh, Congressman Nunes has said, wait a minute, this isn't right. Uh, I had 4 million followers there and no way to communicate with them now. And Twitter is shutting people down, no way to communicate with them now. So there's going to be a lot of fallout on this, but how far it goes, I don't know. Then there's another site called Gab. Gab went through this a couple of years ago. They were also deplatformed from Google, from Amazon, or not Amazon, but from the Apple Store, from the Android Store. So they weren't an app. They were just a website, gab.com. So now people are rushing to Gab. I mean, in droves, and it looks like they crashed. They didn't, their servers couldn't handle it. So you can, if you get on it, you're lucky. If you can perform anything on it, you're even luckier. But this is what happened, and it's not over. It's not over. In fact, it's going to get worse. I mean, it's going to get way worse because the left is emboldened right now. They are reporting what they want to report and they are suppressing who they want to suppress. I mean, if you were one of those people on Twitter where your account was suspended, it was probably over something you may not even know about. You probably just saw that little Twitter violation thing and you have no idea what it was because they're not telling you. We are in a very precarious mode in our country right now um you can't say it's free speech by the way free speech the free speech is suppressed oppressed by the government these are private entities that control a large avenue of communication uh they are private companies you can you can do you can close out your parlor account your gab account your twitter account your facebook your youtube all of them you can just shut it down you can stop buying from apple you can stop buying from amazon you can do all of those things it is your right as is theirs to shut everything down but have they gone too far have they gone too far that now we have a nation that's polarized what does it feel like to you out in the streets i mean when i go out it's a weird vibe i mean it's a weird vibe things are just off right now because you've got a large portion of this country on one side and a large portion of the country on the other side and they don't like each other right now um the left's not happy i mean they, they're getting just about everything they wanted uh, but they, they don't have everything they want they've got both houses of congress they've got the presidency now they're going to go after the judicial then they're going to go after our second amendment the left will not stop until they get everything they want. And then when they get everything they want, the useful idiots in their midst will be the ones that will start falling. Because if you watch what has happened in communist countries, this 
is what has played out. I mean, this is just amazing. Those who for, uh, don't remember their past are doomed to repeat it, right? So you had, like, uh, let's talk about, and I hate making this comparison, but let's talk about uh, Nazi Germany. What did they do? First thing they did was they got rid of the guns, people. They got rid of the guns. People could not defend themselves. But there's something else that happened in that time. And it wasn't just happening in Germany, by the way. Uh, it was happening other, you know, Italy was fascist. Uh, it was also Russia was already full on communist. But you start squashing dissent. You start squashing. Now, if you want to get rid of a certain group of people, I don't know, say a religious group of people, I'm drawing parallels carefully here. Read between the lines, people. And you want to get rid of them. What are you going to do? You've got to start making them look like they're the problem. You've got to start desensitizing your supporters against them. So you start, you start vilifying them. You start pointing out things that they've done. You start showing that how wrong they are and that they're going to hurt your way of life. And if you could just get them out of the way, how great would your life be? If the left could just get the right out of the way, they can get everything they want. It would be utopia. You would have your free college. Your student loan debt would be eliminated. It's a glorious thing. You know, you'd put a moratorium forever on ever having to be evicted for not paying rent or mortgage. Minorities and women children would not be the first affected. In fact, the Biden administration has already said that they are going to put priority on minority and women business owners to help them through this pandemic. Think about that. They, just, they actually said we're going to prioritize uh, minority business owners and women. So white males, you just sit back, sit down. They'll get to you when they're ready, which may never come. So you start to desensitize a large segment of the population to go after you. And now look, let's go back to the Capitol riots because they're calling them riots. They're not calling them protesters. In fact, Joe Biden says, don't dare call them protesters, call them rioters. Well, I've, I've gotten some pushback on this, but Trump made a mistake. He made a huge mistake. Calling for the rally may have been the first mistake. Uh, he did not incite violence. If you read his speech, nowhere in the speech did he say, uh, go take the Capitol. Nowhere in his speech. Actually, he said be peaceful, and he's called for peace afterwards. Nowhere in his speech, but that doesn't matter to the left. See, the left had an opportunity, and they saw it. They saw the opportunity, and they took it. They saw if they can froth off what's going on at the Capitol and get, get something bad to happen. They've got their narrative to make you, if you're on the right look bad, to make you look evil, <clears throat> to make their supporters look at you as lesser of a person. Now you, doesn't matter what happens to you. They don't care. They, you've been desensitized where they've been desensitized to care about you. So now you, your business can be destroyed, your job, you can be fired. Several people, by the way, that went to that rally went back and got fired. And the left doesn't care. They cheer it. Go on Twitter. They cheer it. Because they've purged so many people on the right on Twitter, it's becoming an echo chamber of the left. You see it more clearly because before there were, other, there were so many people that were conservative or on the right that that's who you interacted with. You take them away. What's left are those 
frothing at the mouth, far fringe leftist lunatics. And that is what you see a lot on Twitter. So they've got it now. They've got so so they've got this riot, this rally that turned into a protest that turned into a riot, however you want to call it. And they're using that as the catalyst to shut you down. And 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 it's it was Trump's biggest mistake, in my opinion. And I know a lot of people push back on that. That's fine. Push back on it. That's okay. That's what you have a right to do. I want you to push back. I'd rather you push back than just accept everything at face value. Some of you listening to this may not agree with my assessment on Trump. Kind of screwed this one up, and he did. Um, American Thinker did a piece on this too, uh, January 12, 2021, by Gary or Jeffrey Hunt. Trump was tragically finished off at the hands of a ruthless assassin himself. Uh, and it, the piece goes on, what was Trump thinking? Why did he invite a supersized rally crowd to the Capitol on the very day members of Congress were prepared to expose the fraudulent election in front of tens of millions? Why did Trump erase the chance for anyone, even opponents, to witness proof of the steal? Because it got out of hand, the crowd, we never heard any of that. It, it all washed away. Now, I don't think that was Trump's intent, by the way. I think he really was, uh, his intent was to get a support of people out in front of the Capitol while they were debating it, because that would have been a better uh, narrative and a better background where you have inside the Capitol the the house of both houses of congress talking about what happened in the election and outside you've got massive amounts of trump supporters supporting trump in this that was the visual he was going for but something happened now i have read that uh people say antifa infiltrated i read all that and i'm not doubting that i'm sure there were some but and i've read that the capitol police echo, uh, escorted people into the capitol and i'm not doubting that there is video proof that shows and it's weird to watch now some are saying that these capitol police were directing people away from our illustrious congress critters maybe Maybe not. It doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter. Trump's calculation of having a massive crowd out there supporting him while Congress unveiled all this evidence of massive election fraud didn't happen because of how the crowd got carried away. Now, you cannot deny that there were Trump supporters that went inside the Capitol. You can watch the videos. You've got the flags. There's not that many Antifa that would be all in Trump gear. It's just not. Now, were there some instigators? Absolutely. Who knows who infiltrated all these groups to lead people on? And this is why I always say do not believe anything you do not know to be true or you have not verified yourself don't let people lead you by the nose and i think that's what happened to some of these people in this crowd i think that's what happened to ashley babbitt and tragically she lost her life over this in that video of ashley babbitt being shot there was a guy who was a known antifa blm person who's been at several of their protest slash riots and they were pushing her through the window. Somebody lifted her up in the window. And then we don't know the name, by the way, of the Capitol Police officer that shot her. We just know that she was shot. So, yeah, I do believe this was a huge miscalculation on Trump's part. And I think it's going to be lasting damage. I wouldn't be surprised if we had another incident happen on January 20th in Biden's inauguration. And the left will use that 
and they will not let this go. We are in a bad situation. We are in a bad situation. The media goes right along with it. They don't report the truth. And here's a perfect example of the media not reporting truth. CNN on January 7th, obviously right after all this happened, they did an article, and here's the headline. U.S. Capitol secured four dead after rioters stormed the halls of Congress to block Biden's win. One is they didn't, but it wasn't to block Biden's win, by the way. I don't even know if these people knew why they were going inside the halls of Congress. The doors were open. The gates were moved away. There, 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 I mean, there's ample video out there. Now, there is video also out there of them on these steps trying to get into this breezeway, and police are fighting them back. So there's both videos of both kinds where they were allowed in. You and I have both seen that video of protesters, rioters, just literally walking right past the police, literally right Past the police, and and what did the police do? Uh, you're not, a, a media person. A reporter was asking, "Hey, what's going on here?" Well, you know, nobody's supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. We're not, no one's supposed to be in. But he, but they're allowing all of these protesters in. It's it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I mean, this this uh, it's sad. It's sad. The American people are suffering for this, and the left are going to take advantage of this, and they are going to hurt you. If you're on the left, if you, I'm sorry, if you're on the right, if you're on the right, they are going to hurt you. So here, here listen to this from this CNN interview, uh, article, I'm sorry. Uh, the U.S. Capitol is once again secured, but four people are dead. That's tragic. That's tragic. Including one woman who was shot. That's, the, that's Ashley Babbitt. Uh, and again, they probably didn't have her name because this article came out right afterwards. After supporters of President Donald Trump breached one of the most iconic American buildings, engulfing the nation's capital in chaos, after Trump urged his supporters to fight against the ceremonial counting of the electoral votes that confirm President-elect Joe Biden's win. Guess, you see how they're writing this? Urge his supporters to fight against. Uh, shortly after 1 p.m. Wednesday, hundreds of pro-Trump Trump protesters pushed through barriers set up along the perimeter. Of course, they were allowed to go through a lot of these barriers, uh, where they tussled with officers in full riot gear. That did happen. Some calling the officers traitors for doing their jobs. I don't know about that. I haven't heard that. I haven't seen it, but it probably did happen. About 90 minutes later, police said demonstrators got in the building and the door of the House and the Senate were being locked shortly after. The House floor was evacuated by police. Vice President Mike Pence Prince was also evacuated from the chamber where he was to perform his role in the counting of electoral votes. Here it is. Here's the part where they go off the rails, they being CNN. An armed standoff took place at the House vote door at about 3 p.m. Eastern, and police officers had their guns drawn at someone who was trying to breach it. A Trump supporter was also pictured standing at the Senate DS earlier in the afternoon. So listen, an armed standoff. What do you have to have in order to have an armed standoff? Uh, I asked my wife that this morning. What do you have to have to have an armed standoff? Well, you got to have two people with arms. Well, yeah, we had one. Ashley Babbitt was not armed. That police officer, that Capitol Police officer who shot her, shot an unarmed woman. But here is CNN the day after, right now, right, right the day after, reporting. An armed standoff took place. And then they go, a woman who is yet to be identified died after being shot in the chest on the Capitol grounds. Now, she was shot, but she wasn't shot in the chest. She was shot in the neck. 
So um, it's a minor detail, but if they can't get that right, what can they get right? This is one of the worst written articles I have ever seen. An armed stand-up. Right now, CNN, is, is, they were reporting to the American people an armed standoff happened at the Capitol. Do you know how serious that is? I mean, really, an armed standoff? You know, there is a lady who is in charge or who is a BLM supporter. I don't remember her name, and I don't care to remember her name, and I'm not going to repeat her name. She actually detonated a bomb at the U.S. Capitol, and she got a pardon from Obama. Bill Ayers, remember him? Oh, you remember Bill Ayers. You know, Barack Obama started his political careers in Bill Ayers' apartment or house or whatever. Bill Ayers uh, was part of the Weather Underground who was planting bombs in the 70s and a police officer was killed. And if you go to Bill Ayers' Twitter account, because it's still active, by the way. Oh, he can have a Twitter account, but President Trump cannot. His banner is nothing but a big red banner. You go to Twitter, his banner is just red now what does that signify i don't think it signifies that bill Ayers is part of the republican party no 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 it signifies that bill Ayers aligns himself with communist thoughts so uh this, this but his twitter account it, it's still there he's good he's good he does not have to worry about his twitter account being suspended even though uh a terrorist group that he was a part of called the Weather Underground bombed uh, federal facilities, uh, government facilities, and a police officer was actually killed. No, you don't have to worry about that. And then, you know, we had uh, Ashley Bobbitt, tra Death is Tragedy. She is one that I look at, and my heart breaks for her and her, her family. Uh, but, but what she was doing, she, I mean, I hate to say it, but I believe she was egged on too if you watch the video in the crowd. It was a bad move doing that. There's no doubt. Obviously, it cost her her life. It was a bad move, a lot of these other people. But then you've got a lot of those people in that crowd. Something is off about that. You know, the guy with the horns, you know, the bison guy, whatever the hell his name is, who cares what his name is. You know, he's finally got arrested, and he should have been. He's been at several protests across the country. He's just an agitator. And so he's agitating. He's there agitating to get his name in the paper, to get his photo taken. He's a would-be wannabe actor. And he's in jail, and he's complaining. And why is he complaining? He's complaining because the food's not organic, so he won't eat. His mom, by the way, told the press that. His mom, his mom, his mom told the press that. The man lives, he's, he's a stereotypical living in the basement of his parents' house. His mom had to come out and say, oh, poor, my poor baby's not eating uh, because the food's not organic. So no free-range chicken, apparently, in jail. Doesn't like bologna. So that, those aren't Trump supporters, people. That is not a Trump supporter. That is not what uh, conservatism is. There were a lot of patriotic people there at that rally, and they were there for the right reason. But the media is going to use this. Oh, my gosh, will they use this? And it's not going to be played. Here's, you know, I mentioned Parler, how they're suppressing Parler. They're outright shutting down a voice. Uh, and all, um, here's from Forbes ma magazine. Uh, this is an article. It's headlined, Stop Disputing Biden's Election Win or Be Terminated, Radio Chain Tells Conservative Talk Show Host. So Cumulus Media, a radio broadcast company that's home to several top conservative personalities, instructed its right-leaning host to stop spouting false claims about the election being rigged or be terminated, a move that comes amid a sea change in corporation, um, a corporate America in the wake of the capital takeover. You see that? 
Though some hosts are claiming they never received the memo. Some hosts, like such as Ben Shapiro, says, I don't work for Cumulus. And others say, so, but you see, there, the key here is a move that comes amid a sea change in corporate America. Corporate America is taking this, and they're running with it as well, because if you're not familiar with this now, you're going to be familiar with it very soon, but corporate America is left-leaning. And cor several corporate America, big corporates, corporates have come out and said, we're not donating any more money to Republicans who supported uh, the, the Stop the Steal or uh, Biden's election or, or anti-Trump. Uh, Trump's election or trying to overturn the election. Wait a minute. So all of these big companies, Delta is one of them, there's several others, uh, I can't remember the names of them off the top of my head, have said that we're no longer going to send them money. Oh, isn't that part of the problem in the first place? I mean, why is corporate money, this is a, isn't this a problem in politics? Corporate money? Wait a minute, I thought the left were saying that, uh, you know, uh, they wouldn't take or accept corporate money. So what do you think? These corporate, corporate entities are just giving money to Republicans? No, ladies and gentlemen, that's not true. <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, big tech, big corporations give way more money to Democrats than Republicans, but they give some money to Republicans just so it looks like they're playing both sides, but they're not. So now, now because of this, because a move that comes amid a sea change in corporate America in the wake of the capital takeover. There was no takeover for one thing. And they, were, they didn't have weapons. People went in there and didn't have weapons. Oh, I'm so sick of all this. I'm sad, really. I'm sad. I'm sad for our country because the left, is they're using this to suppress voices. They're using this to hurt people. Now, and they won't end. They're not going to stop here. Today, as I'm recording this, the left, the, the, the Democrats are putting up articles of impeachment on President Trump over what happened in the Capitol on January 6th. They're, gonna, they're somehow trying to say that he incited this violence, but the wording's not there. But that's not, they don't care about that. See, it doesn't matter. They could say, they can say that in the articles of impeachment that President Trump didn't put the toilet seat down, so they're going to impeach him, and they'll get away with it. Why will they get away with it? They have the votes in the House. They, 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 they have the votes in the House, and now what do they have? They didn't have last time. They didn't have this last time. They have the votes in the Senate. Now they have the Senate, ladies and gentlemen, and now they can impeach him and convict him and boom. And why are they going to do that? Because everybody's going, oh, but he's, you know, Trump's only going to be in office until next week. Why do this? Because they don't want him to run again. They want to hurt him as much as they can. They don't want him to ever run again because they fear what will happen in 2024. They fear what will happen. Now, it's not going to end there either. I guarantee you after January 20th, I, I'm – uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if another incident happened January 20th, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute too. But I guarantee you, after January 20th, the left will now go after Trump personally and his family. They are going to do everything and anything they can to wipe that name off of our American landscape. Trump Towers, all of those, they're going to go after all of them. Uh, you know, if they win, what's going to happen is the Trump. Um, a company will be forced to sell, the names will be changed, and it'll be gone, just like that. I mean, you don't think, I'm, you don't think this, they won't do this? Well, if you don't think they won't do it, you're not paying attention. They are going to go after this man and his family like you have never seen. Already saw a report today 
that a bank, I can't remember the name of the bank, uh, is closing one of Trump's, President Trump's accounts that has $5.3 million in it. They're just closing his account. So he has to find another place for his money. Now, he'll find another place for the money. There are going to be plenty of places that will take his money and house his money for him. But look at this, what they're doing. It's not going to end. It is not going to end. Now, I know some people are going to sit there and say, and not you, but other people say his, his speech did incite violence. Really? Really? What in his speech incited violence? Let's go to Snopes. That's right, Snopes. You know Snopes, that far left-wing fact-check organization that can't seem to understand what a fact is if it bit him in the ass? Snopes doesn't have a clue how to fact check. All they want is donation money so the guy who started Snopes can go blow it on more hookers and blow. I allegedly, allegedly. Uh, <clears throat> so here it is, claim. In a speech on January 6, 2021, Trump told supporters to storm the U.S. Capitol to delay the constitutional process that would affirm Joe Biden's presidency. Rating, mixture. Uh -huh. Whenever Snopes, by the way, Whenever Snopes, by the way, says mixture, it means it didn't happen, okay? It means it's not true. Uh, what's true? U.S. President Donald Trump did tell supporters on January 6, 2021, to gather at the U.S. Capitol and try to convince members of Congress to delay the constitutional process that would affirm Biden's presidency. Okay, we all know that. Uh, what's false? Trump did not explicitly tell people to storm or breach uh, or break into the Capitol. Uh, Snopes, that means that uh, Trump, here's the claim. Let's go back to the claim, okay? This is the claim. In a speech on January 6, 2021, Trump told supporters to storm the U.S. Capitol to delay the constitutional process that would affirm Joe Biden's presidency. So what's true? This bears repeating what they said. This is Snopes, left-wing bastion of fact-checking. U.S. President Donald Trump did tell supporters on January 6, 2021 to gather at the U.S. Capitol and try to convince members of Congress to delay the constitutional process that would affirm Biden's presidency. What's wrong with that? Not a damn thing's wrong with that. What's false? From Snopes. What did Trump did not explicitly tell people to storm or breach or break into the Capitol? In other words, Snopes, the claim is false. The claim's just false. Now, they wrote in here what's undetermined. It was a subjective call on whether Trump's use of phrases, you have to show strength and demand that Congress do the right thing, were meant to condone violence and crimes among right-wing extremists without explicitly encouraging it. In other words, claim false. False. Even Snopes is pretty much telling you people it's a false claim, but they don't care. They just don't care. And they want you to think that that is how they incite violence. Well, what about this? Doesn't this incite violence? Not going to stop. And, and every. I know that there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I, that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's, they're not, this is a movement, I'm telling you. They're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before election day in November and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. So did you hear that, folks? That's the vice president-elect of the United States of America telling the protesters, the BLMs, Antifas, not to stop. She said they're not going to stop, and they're not going to stop before the election, during the election, after the election. That's what she just said. Isn't that inciting? 
God, I'm so freaking pissed off about all this. I mean, this is our country that is being torn apart and the left is going full throttle totalitarianism and they're going to continue to do more. Don't think this isn't the beginning or the end of it all. Here is something else. In June 13th of 2006, this is what Barack Obama said. Um, he said, they're going to try and scare people. They're going to try and say that that Obama is a scary guy. If they bring a knife to the fight, we bring a gun. Because from what I understand, folks in Philly like a good brawl. I've seen Eagles fans. So wait a minute. That's not inciting violence. That's not inciting anything. But the media won't report it. They just won't report it because they're just absolutely clueless. They really are. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, here's, let's, let me, I'm going to end this podcast here, this broad, this show here, just a second, and we're just going to wrap this up. This is enough. Um, where we're at right now as a nation is very delicate. Uh, we got the left, they feel emboldened, they feel empowered, and they are going to do everything and anything they can to shut your voice down and shut all conservative voices down. They're, they shut Parler down already. They're going after Gab, and any others that pop up, they're going to go after them as well, too, because Twitter is not just going to give away 30% of its business without uh, hurting those others that would take that business. Now, we won't know. Uh, by the way, another thing on Twitter, too, is you've got a lot of people reporting how their stock has fallen. It's not. Don't fall into that. A stock, their stock fell 6% the day before I recorded this. Uh, Tesla fell 8%. So if you're going to sit there and say Twitter's stock fell, you might as well say Tesla fell as well. It, it, it's all the ebb and flow. We won't know until they report uh, first quarter results because we'll see how many users they lost because they have to. They, they're, they're a publicly traded company. They're going to have to report that. So don't get sucked up into that rhetoric either. Twitter is going to continue the purge. I, I continue to lose hundreds of people a day on my Twitter account. I'm trying to build it up. So if you're not on Twitter or if you are on Twitter, you're not following me. It's the PBO podcast. Don't know how long I'm going to be on there, but the left will not give up. There is a poster going around on the internet and that some are saying it's circling around in the right wing ecosystem and it and it's talking for an armed protest on January 20th at all nations capitals 50 capitals don't get sucked up into that either if you saw the poster uh it's red with yellow lettering it, it's not this is not something conservatives put out there it is not there is also no group associating themselves with that poster it's just somehow found its way onto the internet and people are saying see those right wing extremists they're going to they're going to they're going to bring all kind of weapons to every capital on the 20th of January they're crazy that's the whole purpose of that that poster it is fake in my opinion i do not believe that any legitimate conservative group put that out there cuz if they had they would have put their organ the name of their organization on that flyer as well as a website to support them that's how these things work there's none of that on that poster. There's no ownership whatsoever on that poster. Do not buy it because this is just another leftist tactic to try to incite hate and rage against the right. I believe we are in a very precarious position in the United States of America right now because the left are emboldened and they're angry and doesn't matter what they get. They can get everything they want. They'll always be angry until each and every one of us have sat down and shut up. I've been saying that for a long time. This is what they want you to do, ladies and gentlemen. They want you to sit down and they want you to shut up. That is what the left is all about.
no dissenting voice. And then you just might, by the way, you just might be able to have a livelihood, have a job, have a home. You might, if they allow it. That's where we're at. <sighs> it's frustrating. It's just, it's angering. It's, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard not to be angry at all this. So fight it, fight the anger because it's not going to help. What we need to figure out right now, us on the right, is how do we secure the next election in 2022? That's where the fight is. Forget what the left is doing right now. Look, they got the presidency. I know there's some out there that are saying, oh, something's going to happen. Trump's going to have the military come in. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's over. They got the presidency. They got both houses of Congress. Uh, they will now most likely start the process of stacking the deck with the Supreme Court so they get the judiciary. Uh, but what we have to do right now is figure out what's this fight look like to preserve the election process. Because 2022 is just around the corner. And if they continue on in this path, using these same machines and these same processes, we're done. We're done. There will never be another fair election. This, they use the pandemic to bring in these ballots, these mail-in ballots that just tilted the scale. They were, and, you know, you could sit there and deny there was election fraud all you want, but it, it, it was there. There is ample, ample evidence of election fraud. It'll eventually come out, but they will suppress it as long as they can. But there was ample fraud. Even if it was just a little bit to tip the scale, that's all they needed, and that's what they got. So... <clears throat> Gird your loins. We started it with that. I'll end it with that. Gird your loins. Focus on your family. Focus on your health. Focus on yourself. Focus on the people around you that you love. And let's regroup this and start figuring out how are we going to protect the election of 2022. Now, as far as the PBL podcast, uh, I have entered into some other entities, some other ventures uh, because I have to protect myself and my family as well. So I do ask you to support the PBL podcast, but I'm not sure I can um, continue on in the same way I have been in the past where I was putting two shows out a day. It may just be one show a day. It may not be every day, but I would like your support. I would like your feedback. My email is the PBL podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you do want to support the show, you can do it in several ways. One is you can, you can buy a membership on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. And you can buy a membership for maybe a dollar a month on up to, uh, yeah, there's one there for $10,000 a month and support the show. And by the way, if, I get, if you want to give me a $10,000 a month subscription, I'll just focus on the show, okay? Uh, but uh, if you want to support the show, you can do it that way. The other way to do it for free is to like, follow, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating. And most importantly is subscribe. I'm going to be probably moving a lot of this over to different networks and media outlets, meaning YouTube, yeah, I may still put the show on YouTube, but I'm going to focus on putting the show on Rumble instead of YouTube right away. And I still will be posting the audio at other platforms as long as they allow me to post them. But those platforms... Ladies and gentlemen, those platforms are shrinking, but bear with us. We'll get through this, but again, protect yourself, protect your family. They are first and foremost, because you have to think about that before anything else. And right now, we're in a precarious situation in our nation, and we got to regroup and focus on how, how. Do we get this back on track in 2022? Thanks for listening to this segment of the PBL podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. 
Gird your loins, people. Gird your loins.